Welcome back to the Anna Chats podcast. It has been a hot minute and firstly, want to apologise that I have not been up on the score with my podcast. I have been travelling quite a bit and I just let I just let it slip. You know, I had my operation, been travelling a bit. They're all excuses and I am back now. So I am here to help you today with understanding why your all or nothing approach sucks ass. Um, it's hindering your progress. It's hindering your success because it's making you feel like you've failed. And I promise you now it is not the case. All that this is, is that you're giving yourself a target that is so big. It's like almost looking up and staring at a mountain and you are never going to achieve that because it's so much. I couldn't achieve the targets that you set yourself because it's this all or nothing approach and, and you feel like what that emotion is, right, is that, you know, things aren't going your way. You don't feel good. You feel unhappy. You feel uncomfortable. And you need to make a change now. So you're going through this whole, fuck it, I can do this at the weekend, doesn't matter, YOLO, live for the moment, you know, we're not going to be here forever. And then you get up on a Monday and you're like, I feel like fucking shit. I want to make a change. So what you do is you go to the extremities, you pick the most extreme things. You're like, I need to give up everything. I need to give up sugar. I need to give up carbs. I need to, you know, I need to exercise six times a week. I need to do 10,000 extra steps a day. So I need to do 20,000. I need to run 20 kilometers. You know, I need to burn off these calories. I need to go to the extremes. And this is the all or nothing approach. So that's what that means. It's when you, you go from nothing and then you go into all of it and then you do not succeed at all of it because it's impossible. It's a really challenging task to take on. All of a sudden, think about what you're doing, right? So when you go into that all or nothing approach, you are going from, you know, maybe you're over, over you're overeating at the weekend. Let's be honest. You're overeating at the weekend. Your movement is a bit crap. Um, you know, you go into the gym every now and then, maybe you're attending your body pump or a couple of spins a week, whatever it might be. And, and things are just here, there and everywhere, but you're often saying yes to the cake and you're going out for lunch at work, whatever. So you're not really doing much of it um, at the moment, you know, and, and you are gaining weight. You're, you're, you're not, you're not getting where you want. You're getting up on a Monday and you're fluctuating a couple of pounds and you're panicking. And then, you know, what you're doing potentially um, or you could be doing is coming to, uh, you know, right, I'm going to go from Monday. Like, this is it. This is the new chance. And you have that, you have that hope in your mind because of course you should, because you want, I know that you want to make a change. And I know that it's with your best intentions because you're panicking because things are getting a bit spiraled out of control. You know, you can't. You get to the weekend and it's not like you're thinking, ah, fuck it, like on purpose. Like you, it's just this mentality that you end up having and you get to the weekend and you're like, well, what's the point anyway? Because nothing's working. So I may as well enjoy myself. You know, it's that mentality because you're you're lost, you're confused, you don't understand what to do and how to help yourself. And I hope that this podcast helps. Um, so what you end up doing is, like I said, you go to the extremes. So you, you know, you, you say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym six days this week. You know, when you already can't do two, you know, you're going to go six days this week. You're going to push all those steps through and, you know, you're going to cut your calories down because, you know, if actually, if I just cut my calories down stupid low, the weight will just come off really quick. I'll just get it over and done with. And then when it's done, it's done and I haven't got to do it anymore. And that's the mindset you come into. And what happens is if you think about it in context, right? So if you're currently going to the gym, you know, one to two days a week, if that, you know, you are currently 
in all honesty, you think that you're eating 1,700, 1,800 calories. If you're gaining weight, you know, for the average woman, you're probably eating plus 2,000 calories, especially at the weekend. If you're eating out, you're drinking, you know, you're probably eating thousands of calories. Okay. So all of a sudden, when you drop down those calories to 1,200, you could be dropping your calories down 1,200 a day, you know, in compared to what you're eating right now. So, you know, you're going to do it for a couple of days and you're like, right, you're on a good momentum, right? You've stuck to your low calories, you're a bit fucking hungry, uh, you smashed out some workouts you know, things continue on, you know, you give it your all and, and you, you, you know, some people get success for two weeks, you know, they drop five pounds, you know, they've done this miracle diet for the holiday and whatever it might be, and you, you get some success. But what happens is you become at a standpoint because you're fucking exhausted. Every part of your body hurts because you've been going crazy at the body pump classes, you've been smashing them out, you know, you are starving, you are craving everything under the sun because you're basically eating lettuce for the, for fun. And it gets to a point where it's so unmanageable that you have this turning point and there's no way that you won't have this turning point. Nobody's ever come to me and be like, oh yeah, I did this. What happens is people come to me like, oh, I did this diet before and I lost 10 pounds. I'm like, okay, but you're back here now and you're telling me that you need to lose that weight again. So it didn't work. And what you get in your head is you've had this experience before, right, of doing this extreme diet and you see a pound, a couple of pound loss and you see that change on the scales and you're like, it works, but it didn't work because you're having to do it again. So if you, if you lost it and gained it back, you know, imminently after EG in the next like six months, it didn't work. You know, that, that doesn't work. And that's, what's really hard for a lot of, you know, for a lot of us to like accept. I have had that before in, in that if you're having to do it again, it wasn't successful, you know, in all honesty, your method sucked and it wasn't the right thing for you because not because you failed or you're not good enough or you haven't worked hard enough. Like you've just worked your fucking ass off and hell girl, you have put a lot of effort into that. It's too extreme for you. You know, you have to understand like what you do in a diet. Yes. It doesn't have to be, it's not the maintainable what you do in a diet. You know, we have to push ourselves a little bit too far. We're a little bit hungry. We have to do more exercise than we probably would love to do, but it's not unreasonable. You know, it's not at a point where you have to sacrifice other things going out with your friends, you know, actually having a conversation with your partner because you're not so fucking hungry that you want to bite his head off. You know, it's not having to say like sit at work and think, Oh my God, I feel dizzy because I'm so hungry. It's not forcing yourself to exercise when you hurt. That's, that's to the extreme and the extreme never works. Like, trust me, like I've dieted for years. I've coached a lot of women, hundreds and hundreds of women. I've never used the, the extreme approach and the success that we get is worth it. What is a challenge for most is that you want it now. You know, things have got so out of hand that you want that result imminently and you are willing to take the extreme to get that. But what you don't realize is when you do that, you go around in this thing, I, I've named it, I'm going to trademark it, called the diet loop. So the diet loop is when you go to the extremes, you know, you drop the weight, you rebound, you know, you go out with your friends, you just fucking eat everything inside, and then you can't stop eating because you've deprived yourself of it for a couple of weeks, so ex- to the extreme, so hard, um, that, you know, that you then can't stop, you know, and then you get in a cycle again where you feel shit, you need to make a change, you go to the extreme again because you forgot how shit it made you feel, and you're just doing that over and over and over maybe you join in an eight-week program it doesn't work for you drop a bit of weight you get it back you know you're doing this loop and this is mentally exhausting for you and every time you do it what you don't realize is what you do is you make you know that that 
that diet loop, that gaining some success and then losing it is really, really mentally challenging because it makes you feel like you failed. Like that's the emotion that it gives us. It's like, I've let myself down again. I can't do this. I'm never going to be able to do this. Nothing's going to work for me. I've tried it all. You know, that's the emotion and that's the thought process that you give to yourself when you're constantly going back and forward and back and forward into the extremities, back out again, into the extremities. And, you know, over this time, you will be gaining more body fat because your low is not low enough for long enough. It's a lot harder to lose body fat than it is to gain it. And you're going into the highs more frequently. So this, this all or nothing approach the reason that it sucks is because it's making you feel like shit. I'm telling you now, you can be successful in this. You can do it, but you have to change your approach. And it's hard because you have to clock on for the long haul. Okay. When anybody does a consultation call with me, you know, we don't work with everybody that, that does a call with us because some people aren't in it for the long haul. If you're not in it for the long haul, we don't work with you. You know, so that's why I have a conversation on Zoom with every single person that comes into our team. And if you are not 100% in it for the long haul, you know, you're not right for our team. And that's because I live and I stick by that ethos that, you know, the women that leave our program, they leave educated, knowledgeable, and they understand that, you know, them, them putting in that time and that effort and that long haul could be anything. You know, some people it's four or five months. Some people it's six to eight. Some people it is 18 to, you know, 22 months because they've got to lose more weight. But once you've done that, but this is my point, once you've done that, and you finally understand how to do it. You manage it in your life that, you know, you can still go out for dinner with, with your family and friends and your kids. Like you can still, you know, you don't have to exercise to the extremes constantly, but you actually understand how to exercise to benefit what you want to achieve. You understand how many steps you need to do to lose and maintain your weight. You understand what calories are in food. You understand how to follow a meal plan. You understand how to track your food. You know how to give yourself nutritious food. You know what to eat. You know, all of those things are the things that we teach our women on the way so that, you know, they don't have to keep getting stuck in this diet loop. And, and my goal is to break them free of that and help them understand that they can do it. And there will be times that it's going to be hard, but we will work through that. So here's some advice and some things that, you know, I help uh, Victoria and Jess, you know, we help the train of Anna girls overcome and achieve. Um, first of all, take baby steps, you know, think about it, right? So you're coming into this and you're like, right, I need to drink more water, do more steps, train more, cut my calories, sleep more, read 10 pages of a book, do my meditation, you know, fuck, fuck the meditation. You don't need it right now. You don't like you, the only way you, you, the only reason you need to read your book is if you struggle to fall asleep, you know, to get you off the phone, you know, you, you're trying to think of all these different things at once and it's mega, mega overwhelming, you know, and then, you know, you don't even bother to do it sometimes. So take baby steps. Think about the most important and fundamental parts that we really want to establish. You know, I had a really good conversation with a consultation yesterday, actually. Um, lovely girl. She was only sleeping five hours a night, but she was really struggling. She was like, I can't, just can't get my diet. I know what I need to do. I just I can't make it happen. And, you know, my first thing before she even said about the sleep is, you know, I said to her, okay, well, what, like, what does your work pattern look like? She said, oh, I have to get up before I am sometimes. Okay, well, how, how much, what time do you go to bed? So after, you know, 11, 12. Okay, so you have five hours sleep. Yeah. Okay, well, that's your problem. You know, so rather than what you what you do is you you look at it and you're like i can't diet it's not working for me 
The reason that she couldn't diet successfully, one, is because she's so tired that she couldn't bother to go to the gym because she's exhausted and all in her rights. I would be absolutely knackered. I wouldn't want to go to the gym if I'd have five hours sleep. Uh, shout out to all the mums that survive a five hour sleep, by the way. Um, I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, so that, that was one of her fundamental problems. She was then so tired and exhausted that she was then going to McDonald's because she couldn't bother to prep her food because she was just half asleep all the time. You know, so what I've established is the fact that the reason and what you need to establish is the reason that you're not being successful in something is probably because you have a fundamental that you need to solve. And a lot of the time for women, that is a lack of sleep, a lack of preparation, spending too much time on their phone. Uh, maybe someone at home is not supportive. They've got a stressful work environment, whatever that might be. And what, what I help women do is find out what that fundamental problem is at the start. You know, so what's that big thing that's actually stopping me achieving what I want? You know, if I can't stick to my calories, constantly not being able to stick to my calories you know what would what would be the problem you know is it that you know am i sleeping enough yeah i'm slept enough i'm good i'm fine okay maybe that calorie target is just a bit too fucking low you know so it's just about actually thinking reasonably and starting with an expectation that's going to help you so for example if you don't say you want to get started and you don't you don't exercise currently and you know you you, but you want to you want to chuck yourself into everything what i'm going to say to you is focus on the fundamentals that are going to make a change nutrition is the most overlooked part of this whole journey you know in all honesty most people say they're tracking you're not you know we're not dragging um i've been there you know i've done it you know you, you say you're tracking but you know sat friday saturday sunday does count by the way um and you do actually have to track on those days and it does mean you know weighing your food adding it into my fitness power in advance, you know, making sure that your quantities are right. So the most important thing that you can focus on girls is your nutrition reasonably. You know, one of the, th- the, the most the most beneficial things that you can do is track up maintenance for two weeks, find a maintenance. When you found a maintenance, you're consistently tracking. You're like, oh, okay, this isn't too bad. You know, I'm in, I'm in a rhythm here. I can do it. You've given yourself the understanding and you've given yourself a small bite-sized chunk of a target. So you say, right, for the next two weeks, I'm just going to track at, I don't know, say you are 65 kilos and you want to maintain, I'm going to track at 1,850 calories for the next two weeks. You know, it's not super high. It's not super low. um, It's reasonable and and flexible to me. You can find calorie converters online. Easy job done. Uh, Find a maintenance and just track there. You know, give yourself a mini target that you're like, yeah, okay, I've achieved that. That's good. Well done. All right, cool. Well done, girl. You've done it. You know, and in those first two weeks as well, you can say, right, okay, I'm doing 4,000 steps a day at the moment. I'm going to do six a day. You know, that's a little bit of a target, you know, and it's achievable. You know, so you could you could set yourself three little targets to start with, right? So if you don't go to the gym already, I would say don't even worry about it for the minute. Focus on, you know, things that you can achieve and make sure you can do them first. So I would say, you know, first of all, track up maintenance for two weeks. Up your steps by a few thousand a day. Make sure you're getting enough water. Perfect. Cool. It's a really good start, you know, and in those two weeks, I can almost guarantee you will drop body fat because if you've not been tracking anyway, you know, you're going to be overeating. You are going to feel better. You're going to feel more well-rested. You're going to be getting more exercise in on the form of steps. that's not too stressful for you. Once you have achieved your first lot of targets, set some new ones. Okay, cool. Right. Things are going well now. Now I'm going to drop my calories. Okay. I'm not going to drop them by 700 a day. If I'm tracking at maintenance, I'm going to drop them by, you know, maybe 250 a day. So I'm going to go down to 1,600, you know. So I've dropped down into, you know, probably would would start to be a reasonable deficit. And my 6,000 steps, that's working quite well in my routine. So, you know, let's crank it up. Let's go to 8,000, you know. Okay, I'm I'm feeling good. You know, know, give yourself a week. Okay, this is good. I can do this, you know. 
this is okay. Like, this doesn't feel too bad. I've not gone to the extremes. I'm moving more. So in those three weeks already, we're drinking enough water. You know, we're probably having another litre, litre and a half a day, which is fantastic for weight loss. Great for your body. You're now doing 4,000 steps more than you were before, two weeks ago. You're now tracking in deficit, but you've got the hang of it and you feel more comfortable with it because you've just tracked at maintenance and you're understanding a little bit more what you can and can't fit in your calories. So you've already made a significant change. And this is the, the biggest thing that most women, you know, they don't see is like, oh, well, well, I haven't lost six pounds in two weeks. So what's the fucking point? What's the fucking point? You're unhappy where you are. So you need to make a change. So actually taking baby steps into making that change is going to help you create better habits. It's going to make you have a better lifestyle. You're routinely getting up to do your steps now in the morning. You're routinely drinking half a liter of water with every meal because it's really good for you. It's going to stop you feeling so hungry and it's hydration is king you know and you know you're actually getting those things in done you're actually tracking consistently through the weekend because you realize if you track up maintenance you know, don't have to you know you don't have to go to the extremes at the weekend you can go out for dinner with your friends and still fit in your calories so can you see the point that i've got here is that you know you shouldn't be having to chase down shit after the weekend right that's if you're doing that you're going to the extremes and you're fucking it up for yourself take baby steps yes okay oh it feels longer i want to lose weight now okay well if you don't do anything you're not going to lose any weight so pull your big girl pants up you know pull the put the dummy back in the pram you know don't throw it out and you have to take the long haul because the diet approach you're taking right now the back and forth the loop the diet loop round and round and round it's taken you years. So actually, if you think about it, if you just commit, you know, four weeks to easing yourself into a program, four weeks to easing yourself into something, you know, you might actually achieve a lot more than you have in the last couple of years. So, and it, you know what? It will stay off. You know, you're, you're not going to, if you've eased yourself in with reasonable approaches, then fantastic. You know, we push girls, we push girls hard, you know, because we know what you can achieve, but I would never push someone to the extreme straight away. You know, some of our girls, they start on a flexible meal plan. I've had someone lose seven kilos without even weighing their food. You know, so what we do is we assess every single person, their current lifestyle, and what can they do more? You know, what, what could we do to just increase things a little bit? step by step so it doesn't feel because when you get that sense of achievement you're like oh fucking hell like god it's been four weeks now that you know i haven't haven't felt like i needed to overeat the weekend i'm now doing four thousand five thousand steps more than i was ever doing uh you know i've managed to get my first gym session in you know if you're not going to the gym a great target for you would be to go twice a week you know yeah okay cool she goes five times a week fuck her it doesn't matter what she's doing focus on you you know you have you don't go to the gym and now you're doing 4,000 steps extra a day. You're doing two, two sessions a week when you did none. You're drinking water consistently and you're tracking more reasonably. You're not starving, but you're, you're doing it, you know, and things will start to come. The weight loss will start to come. The fat will start to drop off, you know, and then you can say in a few weeks time, right, two is fitting in well, you know, two is, is doing good. I'm going to push myself. I'm going to try for that third or fourth session. And then you can, again, you can progress it forwards again. And can you see we're constantly where we're not looking at the mountain and being like, I want to lose 10 kilos. How about I want to lose a pound? I want to go to the gym twice a week. I want to do another 2000 steps a day, mini milestones in bite-sized chunks, because I'm telling you wins don't get any better. They just, they always feel the same. No matter how big or small the win, they feel the same. You know, you don't feel the greater win when you lose an extra 10 kilos compared to the first 10 kilos. The wins feel the same. Wins always feel similar. So you may as well give yourself mini fucking wins on the way rather than saying, I need to lose 10 kilos. My God, that's such a big mountainous goal that would feel super overwhelming to anyone. I'd be like, 
oh, okay, 10 kilos, see you in a year. Like, just give yourself an opportunity to win. Give yourself an opportunity to feel good rather than constantly making yourself feel like you can't achieve and you're not good enough and you're failing. Because if you set yourself like, oh, I'm going to lose a pound in two weeks, but, you know, my other goals are I'm going to do 2,000 steps, I'm going to get my water in, you know, I'm actually going to track accurately, I'm going to weigh all my food. You know, all of these little wins, you start to find your flow and you start to feel that sense of achievement and the fat loss will come of it. When you take these fundamentals and you focus on steps, you focus on getting better exercise, sleeping more, drinking more water. We don't, I don't just say them for the fun of it, for the fluff, I'm not being a dick. It works. Like it's how I live my life. Every day I focus on drinking my water. I say, oh, I can't really want to work on my step count today and plan that in. I'm going to push myself in my workout. I'm going to track and weigh my food. And then when I stand on the scales, the result of those things that I have done is the output. You know, you can't cheat success. There's nothing that works better than hard work. So, you know, remember that, that, you know, hard work is not going to the extremes. Hard work is just, you know, consistently being good. Um, and it's it's just really important to remember that, that you know, girls, you don't have to keep going to these extremes. And yes, maybe it feels like I want to put in the long haul. I want the result now. If you start this now, the long haul will be, you know, the result will be there. And it will be a lifelong change because because it's not been extreme. It's easier to maintain. And that's that's how you, you maintain that loss is because, you know, you've done those things reasonably. They fit into your personal life and it's working. So I hope that that helps you and just remind you that that all or nothing approach it is hindering your progress. Take it a step by step. You know, focus on a few tasks a week. Get good at them. Set mini wins. Set mini goals. Set a goal of one kilo, two kilos. You know, so that's two kilos is a fantastic loss, by the way. It's like four and a half pounds. It's absolutely amazing. Five pounds. Like that's incredible. And what a win! Like what what an achievement that you managed to do. So just remember, you know, that go back on this. You know, set yourself some mini goals. Give them a go for a couple of weeks. Let me know how you get on, and I'll catch up with you soon.